A rope? Val Dooley is wanted dead or alive, and you is the spitting image of Val. If this Dooley person is so famous, how come I never heard of him? He ain't been outlawing long, but in the few months he's been rampaging, he's been a-raping and a-killing and a-stealing to beat the band, and that ain't all he's been doing. Frank waited, then asked, Well, what else has he been doing? Lifting the dress tails of a lot of good women. You're, I mean, he's a mighty handsome man, you is. Ah, uh, he is. Women get all flighty and stupid around you. Him. You right sure you ain't, Val Dooley? I'm sure. I guess you ain't. But if you want some good advice, you'll get back on your horse and head east. Get the hell out of this part of California, because if you stick around here, you're going to be a sure enough dead man. Mister, look hard at me. Think of a gunfighter, a very well-known gunfighter. Now, who am I? Val Dooley. I done told you that about a dozen damn times. Frank shook his head. I've got to get to the bottom of this. He drank the rest of his coffee and stood up. I think I'll head for this town. What's the name of it? Deweyville. The sheriff there is damn mean, too. Name's Carl Davis. But you're a damn fool if you don't hightail it out of this state, Mr. Whoever you are. I've been called a lot worse than a damn fool. Thanks to the coffee. Hey, how far is the road that'll take me to Deweyville? Couple of miles? He jerked a thumb. That way? Old coot, Frank muttered as he rode away from the miner. Surely he's not right in the head. He made camp with about an hour of daylight still left. He hobbled the horses so they could graze, and then fixed food for himself and dog. While his bacon was sizzling in the pan and his bread baking in the small Dutch oven, he looked over at Dog and said, If I tell you to get, boy, you get. You hear me? Dog looked at him and cocked his head to one side. That old rummy back there might have been about half right, and I don't want you to get shot, so if I tell you to get, you run. Dog growled. I'll take that as a yes. You just do as I tell you. Dog walked closer and licked Frank's hand. All right. Good boy. After his meal, Frank sat by the fire, smoking and drinking coffee, and thinking. Maybe I'll get lucky this time, dog. Maybe I can find me a little place where folks don't know me, and I can buy me a little spread and we can stop this eternal wandering. Would you like that? Dog looked at him, unblinking. Frank laughed. It doesn't make a damn to you, does it, boy? Dog again cocked his head to one side. Frank patted the animal's big head. Well, I like to dream about having a place where I can settle down and live in peace. But I know it's just a dream. Frank Morgan was a gunfighter. But it was a profession he did not choose. When he was in his mid-teens, working on a ranch in Texas, a bully pushed him into a gunfight. It was a fight the boy did not want. But the bully died from the bullet Frank fired into his chest. Frank drifted for a few months, then joined the Confederate Army, and at war's end, he was a captain of rebel cavalry. He headed back west, looking for work. That was when the brothers of the bully who had forced him into a fight caught up with Frank. One by one, they stalked him, forcing him into gunfights. Frank killed them all. His reputation spread. Frank Morgan was just a shade over six feet tall. 
He was broad-shouldered and lean-hipped. His hair was dark brown, lightly peppered with gray. His eyes were a pale gray. Women considered him a very handsome man. He wore a forty-five coat peacemaker on his right side, low and tied down. Frank had married once, right after the end of the War of Northern Aggression. That marriage produced a son, a son that Frank knew nothing about for many years. The woman's father had forced Frank to leave and had had the marriage annulled, not knowing his daughter was with child. The woman, Vivian, had gone back east, married well, and built a new life for herself, becoming very wealthy. Vivian and Frank reunited briefly, Frank learning then he had a grown son. After Vivian's tragic and untimely death, Frank learned she had willed him a portion of his...